Warning. The Reddit Asks Us podcast contains explicit material and mature subject matter that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome back to the Reddit Asks Us podcast. Before we head into the podcast, make sure if you're watching on YouTube to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave a rate and a review. Uh, just a quick uh, disclaimer, we're now on Instagram at Reddit Asks Us podcast on Instagram and on TikTok as well. Reddit Asks Us podcast on TikTok. You can see clips, daily clips there. Uh, every day from the show. So, uh, yep, that's that's basically what's going on, everybody. I appreciate all the listens. We're getting more and more every week, so it's uh, it's exciting. So I'm back here with my boy, Hunter Visco. All right. So I don't know if this is like, uh, would you call this a controversial topic? Like, <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it's controversial, but it's definitely... Um People Jogging. have different it's, it's, ways it's, of feeling about it. Yeah, it's in a it's an idea. I guess it, it's something that probably uh, the genre itself at some point had to be uh, thought of. And I guess maybe this is the thought process that uh, that the first person that ever produced this genre had to uh, had to kind of come to terms with, like the reason it was going to be popular. Mm. But uh, and why to think about further... that kind of stuff in the first place? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, today's topic is uh, why do people like sci-fi? You know, I uh, and this, you know, I was kind of inspired. I saw this question. This was from Ask uh, on the main Ask Reddit page, and you know, I saw this question and I thought to myself, you know, I feel like I have known people in the past who just are not fans of sci-fi, and they'll say they'll say to me and they'll ask me. You know, like, just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't see the appeal, you know. And uh, I think I wanted to do this episode to show that sci-fi is a lot closer to home than you think. You know, sci-fi mm-hmm. is, is, is everywhere. And uh, it may not be where you think it is, but it's, it's definitely there. So I wanted to get your, uh, your immediate kind of uh, reaction. So why, why do you like sci-fi in particular? Like what so is... initially, the, fir- the first thing that comes to mind, I mean, for me, I've always been a sci-fi guy because I'm interested in, yep, uh, me too. you know, the, the brink of, uh, of exploration and, and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I think, ex- I think, okay, honestly, I think that's the derivative. I think that's why um, people like it. I think because, have you ever noticed that uh, sci-fi movies, when they come out, they're always some idea, an idea uh, of some technological advance that came from somebody's brain, but we don't have the technology to access this, to access these 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 things yet. You know, flying cars and time travel and these sort of things. But I feel like at the same time, these are all problems that that we're like striving to solve. <laughs> yeah, in the future. yeah. So I almost I almost feel like that sci-fi is interesting because it's almost like where our our evolution is going. Like these are the things yeah. that we're trying to achieve, and we're just putting them into a media format that that is fun to watch. So, it, it, but I feel like at the same time, it's almost like these are the things that we're putting on pedestals. Like these are the things that we're trying to achieve, um, but but people don't really see it as that. I mean, like you know, like lots of scientists and that sort of thing, they'd love to come up with these ideas and 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 the creativity that goes into coming up with you know these technological advances that that could just be one day. But I, I feel like that's that's where we're headed. 
like that's you know like how like the simpsons is always trying to predict stuff <laughs> yeah the simpsons yeah and and i guess that's that's not necessarily the same thing because you know the simpsons are predicting predicting things that are very plausible you know like riots and that sort of thing yeah. it's not like technological advances but i feel like that's kind of the same notion like we're, we're almost yeah. trying to predict our future you know you know like back in like 2000 six when we were like i wonder what we're gonna have in 2020 you remember playing like yeah, the first yeah, call no of duty when 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 in black ops um one of the call of duty series games it, it's set in literal years that we're living right now and there's there's futuristic guns people are using anti-gravity devices running on walls and exoskeleton <laughs> units and we're here now and like we're probably what two three four years out from from Some from serious, living this timeline yeah Adva- from, from living the yeah, from living the timeline that we're currently living, and none of this has happened. So I feel like these are all just like almost like a su- like un un like subconscious goals that we're setting for ourselves that that we might not even achieve. So I actually remember watching like an older movie, and and it was literally set for like oh I mean like the twenty twelve movie. Oh yeah, the like twenty twelve yeah. You know, so like catastrophic events that are happening in 2012 that we try to predict but didn't really happen. So it's kind of like the same thing, but the technology side of it. So like these technological advances, like Back to the Future. What was the what was the futuristic year that they went to? They went to 2015. Yeah. So exactly, and in 2015 there, there like was flying what flying cars and flying cars and and the the, the Nike hoverboard Air Mags. skateboard. Shout out to the Nike yeah. Air Mags. And literally, all we have from that you know, prediction, if that's what we're calling it, is the Nike Air Mags. And they're not even, like, a general <laughs> release. Like, that's, like, they're, like, super, no, super like... rare. But, uh, yeah, that is a good point. Like, I mean, I feel like, because I just want, before we started getting into all the reasons why we like sci-fi, I wanted to start with some of the reasons why people may not like sci-fi. So, um... Just, I, don't, I don't understand these people. Yeah, I don't either. I, like, I mean... I don't get you guys... <laughs> We can, we'll, we'll get into it, but it's just, yeah, I feel like I have a harder time grappling with the fact that somebody doesn't like sci-fi, but it, but it's, uh, I mean, and I also feel like a lot of people don't particularly like certain genres of sci-fi too. Like, cause you can't just label something sci-fi, you know, there's like sub-genres within sci-fi, you know, you can like, we'll get into some aliens. Movies. Yeah, exactly. Technology. Yeah. I guess there's like horror or like thriller versions of sci-fi. Yeah. Thriller and sci-fi and movies like... and stuff. Yeah, I guess there is. There is, like, subgenres, adjectives that go along with Yeah, sci-fi. well, and we'll talk about uh, some other ones, too. I have some ones written down, some sci-fi movies that people may not associate with the <laughs> word sci-fi, but are actually, actually are sci-fi movies. Um, so, yeah, so the, the whole appeal of the sci-fi genre, like, it's, I mean, I feel like it's always been around that we're trying to, like you said, predict the future. Like, we want to see what co- sort of things are going to pop up later in our existence, and we're the sort of ideal society that, that we could potentially be a part of. And, uh, like it's, it's always been there, right? Like science fiction, we humans have always thought to the future. It's very ironic though, that a lot, oftentimes when we do like, when I think of a movie like back to the future, I'm trying to think like, did they purposely like make 2015, like kind of ridiculous or does that, is that actually how they thought 2015 was going to be? Because although yes, 2015 was, like in ter- compared to 1985, extremely different. 2015, because that yeah. was oh, yeah. that was my grade nine year of high school. 2015, 2016. I remember it was uh, October, October, um, October what? Is it October 11th or October 15th? 
Because my dad and I went to go see the uh, the theaters replay that movie on the day that they traveled to the future. Um, oh. They, there was a huge uh, there was a huge movie release. We went and saw parts one and two um, that they were playing on the theater. I think it's October fifteenth. I, I have a poster, um, but. I'm curious to know if that's like how they actually thought 2015. Do you guys do you remember the hoverboard? Like the it's like Mattel. Like yeah. Mattel like makes like dolls and stuff, and it's like a Mattel hoverboard. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I I do remember that, but yeah, that's not at all how it went down. No, no, <laughs> and that's te that tends to be how science fiction kind of goes, and maybe that's a reason why people aren't as like into science fiction is because. When they're movies about the future, oftentimes, you know, like we like even when we look at a movie like Back to the Future, I mean, it's not not very accurate, like not not exactly the most accurate to what our society is like in terms of predictions. Right. When people in movies like that try to try to make predictions. So. So it's almost too too far fetched then. Yeah, a little too far fetched in that it's. Yeah. But uh, not that there are lessons that can't be learned. So the first, the first reason, and I did some researching on the internet and some forum looking and trying to find sorry, some reasons why people might necessarily not like the sci-fi genre. So the first thing was it doesn't deal with real human issues. So like us, like a lot of movies that are very like futuristic or or you know space movies like Star Wars and stuff. Um, it doesn't like I think sometimes people think that they're they're more so about the the cinema like especially nowadays like I feel like if you want to talk about the Marvel movies the recent Marvel movies I feel like there's a little bit more of a trouble with those movies is in that area I feel like a lot of times you know there's the CGI and the cinematic kind of experience is so amazing that that sometimes the storylines and the dialogue can be a bit you know corny at times and can be a bit you know, a, a bit strange. Predict predictable. I, that's another yeah. thing, too. Like, I feel like all of those, you know, movies that were very well off in the box office, like all of the Avengers movies, you know, um, they, they're predictable. Like, they yeah, are pretty yeah. predictable. Um, but, I like, it's, it's not even the predictability that, that kind of, like, deters people. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think the production of that movie was just so well done that, that it kind of just doesn't matter if it's predictable or not. We yeah. want to see what happens, right? Yeah. So, um uh, no, I guess they did throw the little curveball before the end there when, when everything just kind of exploded and then half the people on oh, it yeah. died. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. a little bit like, okay, like that can't be the ending. But So I, I guess it was engaging in, in that sense. But um, even then, like, I feel like you know, you know in your head that it's not going to just end like that. Like, you know they're yeah. not going to just be like, oh, and everyone died and Thanos won and that's it. So you kind of have, you like, <laughs> you kind of can predict, like, okay, it's probably not over now. You know, I think this would be interesting because I feel like, I feel like um, it'd, it'd be cool to see that, like, if if companies weren't working for money and they just truly wanted to create just yeah. a masterpiece, a one-off and then never touch it again, like, uh, okay, who, uh, who was I talking to? I was talking to a, a fellow at work and he was talking about how there's these, um, three women from somewhere in northern africa i'm pretty sure but how they they were all best friends growing up and they they uh literally made like one of the best i can't remember the name of them why i don't know why i can't remember the name of them. but they they supposedly just created like one of like just the best hip-hop artists like or hip-hop albums ever and then they just broke up and just never like made music ever again 
And so that was kind of like interesting to me because I feel like money is the motivation for yeah. a lot of people to like yeah. keep collaborating and keep coming back, right? Like um, you always see like in, in every superhero movie, they're always going to leave it on a cliffhanger. Like, you know, they so like, yes, like they all save the day. And then there's this like little cut scene of like the bad guy and he's like not actually dead. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like <laughs> yeah, just in yeah. – just in case they want to go back and make a prequel so they can make more money later, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So it'd be funny to see, like, how they actually want it to go down if money wasn't, like, yeah, the issue, it's right? That's true. And so they're just like, I'm rich enough. I'm going to make this exactly how I make it. And then, like, literally everyone just dies in the movie. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. They just, yeah. just because the artistic side of them just wanted that to happen. Yeah, Like, no, it'd be like, for sure. wow, I wonder. I wonder I wonder what, that, what type of movies we'd be experiencing, right? And, like, not only, like, that is a really good point because a lot of the, I read online that one, a lot of the reasons that, like, these big cinematic superhero movies are often have, like, a little bit shallower dialogue and stuff like that is because the one of the biggest places for box office um, money is China. So, when people in China don't speak English, so there can't be a ton of heavy dialogue because and a lot of the words and phrases are not very easily translated. So remember, because like when you when you're when you're watching a movie, and you have to translate it into English, you know sometimes a little sentence in English can be a very long explanation in, in Chinese or Mandarin, or uh, or yeah. Cantonese or something <laughs> like that. Mandarin is like their I guess their main language. So, um, so if to translate it into a, into a language like Mandarin, it would be difficult. And they're not exact translations for everything. So, I mean, I think they do their best. But a lot of times these movies, since one of the biggest box offices is, is China, and that's where they make the most money, um, is to kind of have the dialogue a little bit less, a little bit more shallow and more, you know, have more cinematic scenes, more CGI, you know, um, and stuff like that. You know what I'm curious makes, about, though? That does make sense. Is I'm curious, because, like, of course, if you go back, I remember ha watching the original Star Wars movies on VHS. And I wonder if you go, when you, when, like, when we're, you know, older adults, if, when we come back and watch, uh, you know, the Avengers, if we're going to think, like, damn, this is fake as fuck. Or if it's, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, if it's real. Yeah, because, like, the CGI gets just, like, better and better. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think that's huh. another one of the reasons why people aren't, super pleased with very cinematic CGI movies is sometimes the CGI is like, ooh, like, you know, this is not, like, very good. But sometimes that doesn't draw away from the from the actual story of the movie. You know, there are mo a lot of I, movies out I there. Find, like I find, like, production-wise, that happens to me a lot in, uh, in video games. Like, if you go back and play okay. a video game from, like, your childhood, you're, you're like, wow, yeah. like, I don't remember it being yeah. that, like, <laughs> grainy and bad to look at like you know i remember yeah. being like this just like this flawless yeah you know experience that that, that just kind of meshed into what i would oh. like when i turned when i turned the game off and walk upstairs it was just like the graphics were the same like you know yeah like, exactly exactly <laughs> like i i was seeing in in retinal vision during <laughs> during this experience and but no, and then you go back and you're like, wow, like 2006 sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like I dude, I recently so. I recently rewatched uh, Monsters Inc. and I went oh. to, and I watched like if you watch them walking, they'll like walk in place and the ground is kind of like they're like 
they'll slide along the ground almost like they're moonwalking. Like I'm looking back <laughs> at this because I remember watching that movie when I was a kid and being like, this is amazing, you know, like holy crap. And then I watch, I watched it again just a couple weeks ago. And uh, sorry, I don't know why I'm so freaking tired. Um, <laughs> I watched it's the, the weather. There's a yeah, big dude, storm going through. It is storming out right now. Like it is uh, crazy. Yeah. Like uh, the, the weather is terrible. For those of whom who are who are you know, for, for our listeners and stuff, Hunter was almost not able to do this podcast today because his power went out because of the storm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. I had a I had a final to write this morning too, a lab final, and uh, so it got moved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Twelve thirty. It was supposed to go down, and mm, no power. <laughs> that ended up not. Ended up not. I'm. I'm glad I went to the gym earlier this morning instead of uh, instead of going later because I usually go after two o'clock. But um, yeah. with this weather, I'm glad I didn't. It is absolutely crazy outside. Um, but anyways, so I feel like that's a little bit of a of a deterrent from what for some people for watching sci-fi movies. But if you can look past, I mean, like if you go back to the and watch all the old Star Wars movies, even if you watch the Star Wars movies from the early two thousands, like those, you know, the uh, the second trilogy that they made, like Revenge of the yeah. Sith and and those movies, um, they uh, the the CGI in them is not that great. But when I was a kid, I remember like it almost it looks very cartoony. And I remember watching it as a kid and being like, this is so good. Holy crap. Because those movies came oh, out yeah. right when we were kids. Those were like the, you know, when we were like little, those were the re- the re- new re-releases, or not re-releases, but the new the new addition onto the Star Wars movies. So. Oh, yeah. 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 And the CGI has just come tenfold as far since true, then. True, so. true. <laughs> so, again, I mean, I mean, like, I feel like, though, like, you can pick and choose what movies in sci-fi deal with human issues, like real human issues, and which ones don't. Like, I mean, and a lot of times, when it comes to sci-fi, you have to read into it. Like, you have to understand, like, the message it's trying to send and not necessarily what's actually happening on screen. And I almost, honestly, I kind of like sci-fi because it deals with larger issues. It does. It, it, it deals with, with, with things that are, that are, that are greater than, than yourself, you know? So you live this existence in your life and, and you think about all the problems that you face day to day. And it's just like, will I have enough time to do my laundry in between my homework (laughs) and, 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 and work, right? Like, so like, that's not very exhilarating. Like it come down to a you're stuck in space and we just found an alien life form that wants to kill us all like that's like so beyond me it's like man like that's a real issue like let's yeah (laughs) let's let's solve that (laughs) very philosophical and there's always some sort of tie-in it's a it's a read between the lines sort of genre you gotta like uh, like yes good point interstellar is a very interplanetary um yeah takeaway there's tons to do with that movie um time being a physical entity uh wormholes tons of uh, black holes like uh horizon bases and just t- tons of of theoreticals that we don't really know quite yet but they're, they you know they're, they're testing the boundaries they're, they're almost rewriting new theories inside of that movie even because because yeah. it almost seems so so real and so tangible so possible um but in between all these lines, it's a very human thing, like how, um, you know, th- just love across yeah. dimension. Yeah, and the, the um, whole, the the, whole the thing connection. With, his, uh, with his daughter, and it's like that is such a yeah. real experience. That's a human thing, and that's something that actually would happen. 
yeah, like like how um, just empathy. Like you don't have to see something to, to, to feel something nowadays, right? You could have a person um, that, that you care about a, a ton live all the way across the world and yet you still feel bound to this person. You know, you want to, and, and you ask them about their day, and then when they tell you, you're creating that storybook like like movie in your head, trying to understand what they're seeing over there. You know, and you wish that you could see what they could see, but it's just not the same, right? So you're, you're taking bits and pieces of information of, of of somebody that you you know you you generally like being a, about, and you're you're creating that inside of your mind, like like a like a sci-fi movie, right? Like like a sci-fi movie, you're creating things that don't really exist inside of your mind to 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 problem solve to to do these kind of things and to feel that emotion, right? Um, and, and that's real inside of side of sci-fi movies as well. So there's a very human aspect to all of sci-fi movies, regardless of all the explosions and Michael Bay yeah, acting yeah, that's going yeah. on around. You know, the, the, there's human moments that are intertwined to these things, and it makes your life a little bit more interesting. Because you know what? Laundry's not that sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not, definitely not. Um, and, like... Yeah, like, I mean, I feel like the one of the main things about sci-fi is, yeah, you do have to read into it. It's one of those reading between the lines type of things. It is not, it's not as, it's not as surface level as it might seem. You know, one of those, a type of movie like that, an absolute cult movie, is The Matrix, right? If you think about The Matrix, it's like, it's not just a movie about, you know, uh, trying to defeat these sort of aliens that are, that have trapped all of humanity. It's more so about, like, what what is our universe what exactly do we exist in is this all a simulation is this real can we stop it like it's one of those kinds of things it's most it's supposed to be it's meta you know it's supposed to be a take on our situation of reality and how we don't really know what is behind the nature of our existence right like to everyone who's living in this in the matrix they they wouldn't know the difference they don't know they and, and that's that could be easily something about you know our lives as well it could be easily Good, simulated Great example, great example. Um, Black Mirror, dude, dude. Black I have Mirror? a bunch of episodes of Black Mirror written down, and and we can get to those in in a minute. So they're really good for that. Have you seen the one of uh, what is it called? Like uh, when when it's the the currency is time spent on a, on a stationary bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen that one? I've seen, so dude. That I've seen is, all of Black Mirror's episodes like a million times, like every single one. That theme, that theme is very relatable and scary mm. relatable to to our society, you to know? our social and, and media, and how how social media literally just like has a hold, a stronghold in our attention, our existence. Even more than than just social media, I thought that it, it connected to me on a, on a nine to five job level. Yeah, like that's your that job. Is so like you wake true. up oh, every single day and you're that, clocking man. in these hours. You're clocking in these hours to buy your ticket for your shot out. And yeah. then when you take oh. your shot out, he, when he gives his ticket away to to the one girl so she can take her shot, they they she's not a singer. They they make her what is she a? They make her like a porn star basically. Yeah, they basically make you like a porn star because they tell her that, like, this alert is what everybody. You're... Sorry. They're, they're trying to tell her what she's good at, not what she wants to yeah. do. You know? and, they, and they streamline her into something. And then you kind of reflect on your own life and you're like, are we really just working a nine to five job yeah. so we can take a, sh- a, sh- a shot at something? Yes, and then, man. And then, and then fail and, and get put somewhere we don't want to be? Like, you know, and a lot of things is about that movie, too, is that, I'm mean, sorry, about that episode of Black Mirror that I really love is that it's. Uh, it shows, and especially when you're talking about the nine to five job thing, it shows that a lot of times we give our lives to things without reason why we're doing it. You know, we don't, we don't, 
we make assumptions about where we're supposed to be in our lives and follow a path that we don't know why we're following. And then we, un and then we, we ask ourselves why we're unfulfilled in our lives because we didn't choose our own path. The path chose us. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the way that our society has kind of f formulated us for to be, it's like, okay, you are like this. This is your path that you're going to take. And the path has already chose you and it's already decided what you're going to do. And it's hard to get and step out of that sort of mindset. And that's what he does when he's got the little the glass kind of sort of knife on his neck is like, you know, we just sit here. We just do all this stuff all day and it doesn't make any it doesn't. We don't know why it has no purpose. Like, what's the point? And then you the sit up here. It's like the one percent, right? The one percent of our society. It's like you guys sit here and you just watch us and like we're toys. It's a game. It's funny. It's amusement. But but, you know, you don't know what it's like to 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 live a conditioned sort of life. And and like that is a really good point about how yeah, how it really is yeah it's like it's 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 asking yourself why are you doing what you're doing you know like what is the purpose behind what you're doing and I feel like science fiction deals with that quite a lot is is so stories of self-discovery and stories of self-realization and self-actualization it was that 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 one in particular that sci-fi base in particular was was disturbing to me yeah that was yeah. that that was a little sickening. I didn't really like the, you know, the the captive feel that it gave you. Um, but but other movies like have you ever seen Time Trap? Time Trap? No, I don't think so. Oh, that's a really interesting one. But it's not. It's not. It's lighthearted. It's not. It's not um, cyclical based like that. It, I mean, it's uh, it's theoretical. It's like a theoretical time capsule basically. Um, but it uh, it doesn't deal with with human. Um, problems i suppose like a, a existential crises <laughs> yeah it doesn't deal with that um it's more about the, i guess the yeah, theoretical uh, nature yeah, of the it, sort of events that of, are occurring of, in the in the movie yeah uh, of the you know the, the 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 path and the movement of time as you know they get stuck in this i'm not going to spoil it but yeah so uh, yeah tons of different types of of genre of uh, subgenre of of sci-fi as well so but yeah those those ones that connect with human people, I find disturbing to some yeah. extent. <laughs> yeah, they touch on they touch on disturbing things. That ep episode of Black Mirror, I for I sure. And it almost there's a lot of episodes of Black Mirror like that too. You know, the uh, there's tons. I have one written down that's I think a really really good one. But I just wanted to mention a couple more things about why people might not like the sci-fi genre. So another another reason why people might not like sci-fi is that the people, the fans, can be overwhelming, right? Because if you attack sci-fi against certain fans, they will black on you. They will freaking they will go a ballistic on you for for disrespecting their movies like that. Man, and I can see how a lot of people would be scared to get into sci-fi because if they don't know enough or they don't understand the concept, people can be frustrated with them. And that's no fault of their own, right? But that they don't just, that they don't magically understand a concept. Like, so, you know, for me, watching a lot of sci-fi movies as a kid, like, it seems intuitive. It seems intuitive that you know these things. But if you wait till you're older, like, for example, a, this isn't, this isn't sci-fi, but fantasy movies that I never got into was Harry Potter. So now when I watch those movies now, I mean, like, they're interesting, kind of, but I am not one of those people who's a diehard Harry Potter fan. I don't really fully understand, but it's probably because I didn't really watch them a whole lot when I was a kid, and it never really appealed to me as much as, uh, 
like as much as that concept, you know, that concept didn't really appeal to me as much. So I can see how a lot of people would be deterred from, from wanting to enter the genre or watch the genre because, you know, the interesting. So sci-fi, sci-fi, uh, society is, isn't very welcoming. Sometimes it isn't, man. I've seen people get defensive as hell about movies. Even I can be defensive sometimes, like about about certain movies that I hold sacred to me. You know, like like Star Wars is a great example. Like, I mean, I I'm so biased because it. You know, my dad watched Star Wars when he was a kid in theaters when they first came out. You know, we had them on VHS, and those were some of the first movies I ever watched. Of course, I'm going to be biased towards Star Wars and be angry that someone doesn't understand it or doesn't like it. You know, it's the, and, and but there are people like I'm talking about people who like go to every Comic-Con convention, you know, I go to ev- all the all the sci-fi conventions and they are hardcore into this stuff. They will uh, sometimes those communities can be pretty vicious. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Another yeah, one. I can, sorry. I can agree with that. That's that's interesting. That is interesting. I never really thought about that take on it. How uh, how can, can it could be uninviting to some extent? Well, especially because like sometimes people are. It's like a cult. It's like a cult following. You know, people literally treat it like a cult. There's a Star Wars cult out there. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. So interesting. the next point also was. Some people might not like it because they don't think there's any substance to it. They say it's fantasy, it's fake. There's nothing real about it. There's no, there's no real. And I, f- I feel like, the, like people f- see it as like, oh, it's an escape from reality. All you want to do is escape from reality. You know, you don't want to live in reality and deal with r- real things. But like we said before, I think if you try to look past the CGI or the you know characters of the movie and you try to understand the message, the true message that they're trying to send, like a message throughout Star Wars is like, you know, put yourself in that situation. It's being, it's being, it's being a, a kid who is confronted with a brand new situation, has to literally take on the galaxy, has to take on the entire galaxy to help save it you know and and imagine it's like it's about as a young person you know dealing with these issues and and dealing with pressure and and dealing with a, a path in life that that comes your way that you have to deal with the consequences and there's no other choices you know it can be it's it, there's a lot more substance there than people might think and that you know even though it's a it can be a distraction to, from reality um i feel like a lot of older generations have that interestingly enough too i feel like lots of parents will choose um i mean because because digital digital uh video and and movies are such a huge part of your development nowadays like now now that there's movies and stuff you never like whenever a a parent just wants you kind of get off their back they just like slap on a movie for you and just like Mm. let you watch it i feel like lots of parents like these are movies that these parents have already seen and they'll be choosing these movies based off of like certain values and beliefs to get taught inside you know like um being noble and honest and bravery and all those sort of things parents will put on these types of movies these superhero movies and stuff like that to give these kids role models yeah yeah to to give these kids examples on on how they need to act and how they need to be in in day-to-day life and i feel like they do that completely subconsciously like they don't even think about they're like well yeah i'm not gonna throw on um Hobbs and Shaw or the Fast and Furious for my eight-year-old kid because that's kind of a rebellious sort of yeah. you know, vibe to it, right? That's There's the no real protagonist you know? in those movies kind of either way you look at them. 
Exactly. So, so, but the movies that they are presenting to these kids are things like Star Wars. So they have these heroes like the Jedi Knights that they look up to yeah. and there is evil forces to fight. And then I guarantee, and the way these movies portray their, their heroes are, are much greater than, than how they portray their villains, right? So it'll, it'll make these kids want to be their own protagonist, right? And, and those protagonists are going to reflect and, and, and kind of shape after these, these heroes that are being presented to them at a very young age, right? Like, if yeah. you're given, if you grow up with villains, you're gonna look up to villains. If you well, grow you know, up with heroes, you're gonna look up to heroes, right? So, <laughs> one series I do remember watching growing up, and my parents didn't really think about this at the time, but now it has definitely got to be canceled. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I don't think people really even mention it more. It was older. It was it was old at the time when I was watching it, but I watched a lot of Davy Crockett when I was a kid. Like Davy Crockett, he's like the Wild Davey. West, you know, Davy Crockett. I've heard, yeah. I actually, I'm pretty sure I dressed up as him for Halloween one year. Yeah, Dre David Crockett. Yeah, and and yeah, dude, I'm those sure movies or those that uh, that TV show is, or I I think I think it's the TV show David Crockett. I'm not. I'm pretty sure it was a TV show, not a movie. I'm not. I don't even know, man. It was so long ago. But those movies are racist. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Or a TV show, <laughs> racist as hell. So racist against Indians. And I I or oh my god, I can't believe we even said that. They're not like American Indians, native Aboriginal. Aboriginals, yeah. First Nations. That's what they called them in the in the TV show. So it just popped into my head. Um, there but, you go. That's like the the micro programming that goes on with the media that we're yeah exactly to, right? like like, like uh, American Indian, American First Nations. You know, I mean, we call them First Nations here. Americans call them, I believe they call them American Indians still. Um, American Indian, yeah, but, I believe so. Lots of people, lots of people here have started, like say Aboriginals. Yeah, Aboriginals, well. yeah, Aboriginal people. Yeah. But they are super racist, and I remember playing, you know, I remember playing, you know, cowboy and and uh, in Indians. Yeah, it, Indians, yeah. cowboys and Indians, cowboys, cowboys and, and First it's Nations the wrong, people, and, and then I it's the like wrong I don't, way to say you don't it, notice but. that stuff when you're a kid, like you don't you don't think yeah. anything of it, you know, but you then you realize and you're an older, you know, like you're sort of an adult and you're like. Jeez, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because you're like demonizing oh, yeah. Yeah. a community that literally got completely colonized and and in the worst way and got their entire livelihood stripped from them. So I mean, I mean, I feel like it's such a one-sided view of everything. Um, it is. Yeah, it is. Another thing about uh, that why I can understand why people might not like sci-fi, is it can be over-commercialized. You know. Like the toys and the this and the that. And it's just everywhere you look. Like Star oh. Wars has really turned into that recently. You know what I mean? Like commercialized. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Star Wars used like, to be I, like, I, you know, it used to be. It, yeah, it was commercialized, but it's not like it was like in your face. But now I feel like everything is, you know, there's Star Wars, everything nowadays. And it just is. Oh, it's too much. It's in your face. There's there's cartoons. There's this. There's that. You know, there's new movies now. There's everything. And, and I think I feel like Disney really does that, that Disney often over commercializes things and 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 uh it can make it it just can make it draw some less meaning for people just because it's when it's so overtly about the cash you know it's so overtly about the commercialization and the money i feel like a lot of times people can get deterred from sci-fi for a lot of those reasons especially like big budget huge sci-fi movies that you know you see toys Inter for everywhere. yeah interestingly enough you, it almost seems like everything disney related um, what's the psychological term that, that you become familiar with something, um, due to overexposure? There, there's a psychological term that, that 
kind of principalizes like a, a repetition. So you become comfortable with like music and certain types of, uh, I guess it could be anything in this sense, any type of genre, theme. Like conditioning, um, or like being conditioned? Yeah, or? like like conditioning, but you be you due to the repetition of you being exposed to that stimulus, you become more fond of it. Oh. So like a song that you might, a song that you might not like, but you just hear it over and over and over again, so you come to like it. So I feel like that is a, a psychological kind of factor that I feel like Disney really puts into their yeah. uh, their, their their product. They 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 over commercialize, like you said, and they globalize it and they yeah. make it, you know, everywhere. It's it's like the the movie Focus, um, subliminal messaging almost. Yeah, right? like, yeah. Taps it into the back of your your brain, like you know, like little ads you see everywhere. But like the new episode of Mandalorian is now streaming on Disney Plus. Yeah. You see that everywhere. You see it on Instagram. You see it on. And then you start uh, the to think that Disney's an amazing of, company. Disney can do no wrong. You know, all these companies can be can can be you know completely free of responsibility because they make Mandalorian. You know, they make they made they made Bambi. You know, they made all these movies, and it's like, well, it's still a massive corporation that that is trying to make money at every chance it can get. And Disney's one of the worst companies for that. They're con- constantly consolidating smaller companies. And just eating them alive, and now there's only like three major companies that are really making movies. It's like because they bought Fox, Netflix. so Fox is done. So it's ne- basically Netflix, Amazon, and uh, and Disney, is it not? Well, Disney, and then there's Sony. They make they make their movies, and um, Fox obviously got bought out. There's one other company. Why can't oh Universal? So Universal, Sony, and Disney are pretty much like the three major companies that are like making movies, and 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 uh, then there's like there's smaller ones like Paramount, I think, as well. But um, but yeah, then the like soon enough, you know, you're probably gonna see fucking Disney try to buy Sony, like something stupid like that, you know? Because like literally, Disney, <laughs> like um, Disney bought like the Marvel, the Marvel kind of cinematic universe. Then, because when Marvel was trying to make money, they sold off their characters. Like, they sold Spider-Man to Sony. They sold the X-Men to Fox and the Fantastic Four. And then we were trying to, when they were trying to get the, they would get the characters back. And then, literally, Disney goes, you know what, fuck it. Let's just buy Fox. So, they literally, instead of buying the characters back, they literally bought the company. So, I mean, this media consolidation is happening everywhere. So, I can see why people can, can you know believe that it, that it can be over commercialized you know and, and just so in your face and 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 constantly you know it's it's this or that especially if you like haven't watched those movies as a kid you know and you haven't grown up with them and you're seeing them now it's like they can be overhyped you know 100 percent. i think that's that's a really good point anything that's kind of thrown upon you you probably don't want to actually this is a really good example breaking bad when it first came out and everybody was talking about breaking bad I never watched it just for that reason. Like everybody's like, "Oh, you gotta go yeah. watch this. You gotta go watch that." How about you? You know, <laughs> have you seen this episode of Breaking Bad? I'm like, no, no. And then, and I'm I've actually just started watching it, so I'm on like my fifth or sixth episode. Um, and it, yeah, it's an it, incredible yeah, it's good. show. It's, it's, it's a good show. I didn't watch very, it until years after everybody saw it too. Exactly. Very very good show. Very well filmed. Great uh, great theme, subtext, and and idea behind it. Um, but. I didn't want to watch it. It wasn't my idea. To, it almost felt yeah. like if I watched it, it, it wasn't. 
it wasn't my idea to watch it. If I watched it at the same time everybody else was watching it, it was not my idea yeah. to watch it. I just it was did just it. for the hype. I just did you know? it because just, uh, everyone because else is was... watching it, so I gotta I gotta feel like I have to watch it too. Exactly. So until I get the 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 motivation for myself yeah, to yeah. go and click on that and and sit down and spend you know what two hours of my day watching two episodes. Until I get the motivation that I want to do that, I, I don't want to do that. I don't. Yeah. I don't want you to force that on me. I don't want you to, 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 to tell me that I have to yeah. watch this. I don't have to watch anything, right? So, so if I've got the motivation to do something, I will do it. And so I think that's how how movies should be. If you don't want to yeah. see the movie, then don't see the movie. But, but, uh, but if you're interested in it, then yeah, of course, For sure. <laughs> and uh, again, like I, I, I definitely feel like. It's also it loses some TV shows and stuff can lose some of their substance sometime, like when when it's a trend to watch it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like especially like with the Mandalorian is a really good example. Like uh, like everyone's hyping it up, you know. Everyone's got to say you gotta watch Mandalorian, gotta 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 gotta, and then it kind of overhypes it to a point where it's like you watch it and then you're like, it's you're almost let down. Yeah, you're almost let down. So I'd rather like be more intrinsically motivated to watch a movie because I just like I, I'm literally the same way with Breaking Bad I didn't watch Breaking Bad till years after it was over and I enjoy I really enjoyed it because I watch it on my own terms and I watch it because of my own intrinsic motivation to want to watch it and not like any exactly. extrinsic motivation from people trying to push you, it on me if you come in if you come in with high expectations it can always lowball yeah, you but if yeah. you come in with low low expectations and you're just like hey sounds kind of interesting I yeah. want to check it out and then it just all of a sudden turns out to be a great yeah. show you're gonna enjoy it that much more. I feel like it's the same thing with like clothing nowadays too. You slap a brand name on a certain type of shoes, and boom, they're fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Like, but but like the shoes itself are just ugly. You seen those Yeezy yeah. four fifty cloud whites or whatever? Like the bubble looking. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Just came out, yeah. and they out of a black colorway now too. Yeah. Those are disgusting. They're like nine hundred dollars. I'm not paying nine hundred dollars for a cloud on my foot. What the yeah, hell is yeah, that? Yeah, like, those ones. Oh yeah, those ones are weird. Very weird. Uh, yeah. So very I mean, hey, maybe maybe they're just ahead of their time, and one day they'll grow on me, and I'll be like, hey, you know what? These are really nice shoes. But when I do, and if I do, that'll be an intrinsic motivation. Yeah. I'll do it because I like it. I won't do it because it's hyped, right? So, no, for sure. So, I and um. Science fiction can often be like that. It can often be like it's something that's so hyped up and people, you know, can be deterred from watching it because it's something that is just so overhyped and then and then they're always just let down. That's like another really big reason why people aren't as into sci-fi sometimes is because it's just this, you know, it's 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 a trend, you know, it's it's in and then it's just like if you don't fit in, you're kind of seen as like, oh, you're on the outside of the group, like you're not, you know, you're not you're not there so sometimes it's better for people just not to watch it and really not to care you know especially with a lot yeah. of those culty sort of movies um but so now i just like to finish off the podcast we'll, we'll talk about some things why people why people do like sci-fi so in the abstract i feel like sci-fi can help us relate to things in the real world a big ep- a big a big uh example of this is and i'm spoiler alert everybody so uh, in Black Mirror, Black Mirror. If you if you want to ease yourself into sci-fi, watch Black Mirror. You gotta watch it. It is one of them. The fifth season is eh, it's not very good, but the but seasons one through four are all amazing. Every episode is just banger after banger after banger. So one of the episodes I did want to mention out of the sci-fi and why I think it's so great is there's this ep- episode called Archangel, 
And so this mother puts her daughter into an experimental um, sort of uh, science experiment, I guess, experimental sort of technology. So her, her daughter gets a camera or, and a tracking device implanted, implanted in her brain. And the mother has an iPad to be able to watch what she's doing all the time. And so, you know, she can now, you know, uh, blur images out that are scary. You know, she can't watch violent movies or else it's going to blur it out for her. And uh, she can always track her, know where she is, what she's doing. She can see what she sees. And the uh, it fasts forward to when she's a teenager. And, of course, like, the beauty of this episode's, it, episode is that it absolutely tackles helicopter parenting. It tackles the whole issue of, of what it's like to be a helicopter parent. If you're not if you're not familiar with the term helicopter parent, it means a parent that is just so over involved in a child's life. They're so restricted of what they be what their child is able to do. You know they, you know have tons of curfews. They don't allow a child to any freedom. They you know are very 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 strict. That is what a helicopter parent is. And I'm sure listeners out there, if you guys are younger, you definitely do. I know people listen to this podcast of all ages, so I know you guys definitely have some helicopter parents probably out there. So <laughs> what this and, and I and I'd encourage if you do have helicopter parents, encourage your parents to watch this episode of Black Mirror because it's such an amazing take on what it's like. So she eventually discovers that, you know, her daughter was is doing is doing coke with this guy. And um, then she told her mother, you know, I, I, we, we agreed we weren't going to use the a machine the, to check where I am and all this stuff. And so then, her, then she ends up, you know, leaving her home because of it and just walking out on her mother and her whole home. And, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a powerful episode and it really gets, it really shows like the damages that it does to a child when you treat your child like that as if they're, as if when you treat your the teenager slash young adult as a child, you know, and. And you don't allow them freedom to do what they want and, the, and make their own decisions. It's a really, really good take. So in the abstract, I, f I feel like even though sometimes they're not the most accurate, sometimes you're looking for a specific message and what it's exactly trying to tell, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, Black Mirror is a great example of that for sure. Is there another episode of Black Mirror that stands out to you? Have you seen them all? I've seen the majority of them, yes. I okay. have, actually. Um... What do you think about the rating systems one? We watched that one in high school, I remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Community, by the, the way, sorry, people might be mad if I didn't. I don't know what people. Community did it first, meow, meow, beans, whatever. So, anyways. Yeah, so so um, the one where that you can rate people yeah, as they, yeah. you, you interact You rate with your them. interactions yeah. with people. You rate who they are. And, like, it's sort that, of like that uh, tackles, hierarchical society. Yeah, that tackles, like, societal... Um, hierarchy and that, status that's kind of what that is and status and big time status because it, it's just like uh the people that were that were famous you know i guess to say it's to speak in that movie were, were famous for no reason like they were famous for for fake action for uh, no reason they were just regular people but they're just like like you said like overhyped like they're just overhyped humans like it was yeah crazy it was crazy it's like they had done nothing to receive this attention but they for some reason were just better humans because of it and it made no sense so so that really it tackled and you saw like, how fake people were just how yeah like just how popular social media honestly that yeah. tackled a lot to do with social, social media, media for sure. and oh this girl's got 
you know, 10,000 followers. This guy's got, you know, a million followers. This guy's got How? clout here, clout there. You know, see, like, this is why I hate social media, man. Like, I mean, I know I have to promote my podcast and do my thing, but, oh, my goodness, man. I hope one day that, that I can have enough listeners to be able to, you know, monetize the podcast and pay somebody to do my freaking social media, man. I hate it. Oh. <laughs> I hate yeah, it, no. man. It's so superficial. It is super superficial, and uh, like I guess the example of that is like uh, she went to that girl's wedding because she was popular. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as her, as soon friends. as her stars went below the average, she's like, I don't want you at my wedding anymore. Yeah, exactly. So like that, it was just like a, a status thing. It was a big status thing, and it wasn't about you know being happy and just you know yeah. letting your life pan out the way that it should, and, and not yeah. worrying about where you are in 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 a in a. In a Stop worrying about what other people think of you. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Be yourself and you'll find your and community. Then, exactly. Yeah. And there's that anomaly. The girl that was in the, the, the truck. truck. Yeah. The truck who driver. Who just didn't care about her rating and just loved life. She yeah. just, you know, did her thing. And that's yeah, the way I she thought that was a really it. super interesting episode. Very interesting. Yeah, it was episode. a really good so, yeah, There's tons of episodes like that. Black Mirror is probably one of the best shows I think of our generation. Like, yeah, I, I, think, is, I think it is really, really good. It takes super out of context things that they honestly you've probably even thought about, like where you're like, I wonder what would happen if this yeah, yeah. Um, was possible, right? Especially and, like and the USS Callister episode where it's like the guy takes people's DNA and puts it into his game. Yeah, oh yeah. And like, that's creepy, uh, man. The other one with the uh the video game that's like uploaded play to test. your brain. Playtest, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a really yeah, good episode. Yeah. Dude, and that shit's got that shit's coming, bro. That's coming. Yeah, Augmented that's like reality, VR. bro. Yeah. That's common, VR. man. That's real so, yeah, stuff. That's, real uh, stuff. The ending to that one is crazy too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to spoil any of these. No, we won't. But you, I, we already spoiled a bunch of them. But you guys have to watch Black Mirror. There's, it's so good. Oh, you know what is one of my other favorite episodes? Before we leave, is um, we might even have to just do a whole episode of Black about Black Mirror. Like if, if Black Mirror. Are I want. I'll go. I'll go to the Black, Black Mirror, Mirror, Mirror moments. I'm going to go to the Black Mirror <laughs> subreddit and we'll do a whole episode about or maybe even a couple episodes of Black, Black, about Black Mirror and talk about maybe some posts in that subreddit because um, Black Mirror <laughs> can, deserves its own fucking series, man. That show is crazy. But um, the one with the do you remember the one with I forget what it's called now. Um, the one with the bees, the, uh, the robot bees, the ADIs. Uh, which season is that in? Two is that fifth? Three. No, no. Is it two or three? Yeah, it's one of the... It's not two or three. It's a longer one. It's one of the longer ones. It's like an hour and a bit. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm actually not familiar with that one. That's uh, okay. It's okay. You definitely got to watch it, though. It's it's fire. It's fire. So just to, to end it <laughs> off, a couple of movies that I just wanted to mention that maybe you didn't even know were sci-fi movies, but you think about it and you're like, oh, yeah, that is sci-fi, and these actually are sci-fi movies. Uh, the Hunger Games is a sci-fi movie. You know, it's science yep. fiction. It's it's about it's about a dystopian society and how and how their how their society structures around and that's a huge movie with a lot of people on those books, The Hunger Games. But it is science fiction. That is science fiction. Um, Divergent um, is another science fiction movie. Maze Runner, science fiction. Yep. Wally. Maze Runner is really good as well. Yeah. Wally. Oh. <laughs> Wally is science fiction. Everybody. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Back to the Future, of course, The Matrix, um, The Martian, The Martian oh. with Matt Damon. That's yeah. uh, science Inter fiction. In Interstellar. Interstellar is science Inception. fiction. 
Inception is science fiction as well. I, that's that, yeah. I had that on my list too. Inter uh, yeah. If you haven't seen Inception, it's one of the best science fiction movies of all time. It is so good. So uh, yeah. yeah, that's there's a lot of movies out there that you may not realize are science fiction, and then you actually watch them, and then you understand the genre, and yeah, this is science fiction. So. I think we're going to end it off there today. We went uh, a little bit over time, but that's okay. Thanks again, Hunter, for coming on the podcast. Thanks again, everybody, for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, make sure to comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure you go and leave us a rate and a review. And also remember to follow us on Instagram at Reddit Asks Us Podcast and on TikTok as well at Reddit Asks Us Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We will see you guys later. Thanks, out, thanks Hunter. Peace out. <laughs> <coughs> I'm dying. <laughs>